Welcome to the Band Library Podcast, fellas, ladies, everybody involved. Let's get into it. Last we heard from Alice, she was falling down. She was eating shit, drinking shit, growing, shrinking, doing all kind of nonsense. And guess what? She's shrinking again. And still, fucking up with that key. She can't seem to get that right. Because when she was so big, she was crying because she was so upset about not knowing who she was. She created this huge pool of her tears, this salty lake almost. And she falls into this pool of tears. And can't figure out what to do. She's going around and all of a sudden something starts swimming next to her. This big fucking animal. Except she realizes she's little. It's a mouse. She figures, fuck it. Let's talk to the goddamn mouse. Hey, what's going on? And it doesn't respond. So she asks in French. Something about a cat. And the mouse freaks out. Says, what the fuck was that about a cat? She says, I'm sorry. My cat's great. Dinah's wonderful. She's soft. She's great at catching rats. And the mouse freaks out all over again. And to be honest, he's a little racist on this. Although, his idea of cats is probably pretty spot on so we can trust his opinion right and she talks well i have a dog too it does tricks and it also kills rats and she's like god damn it dog doesn't get a name though i thought that was interesting so the mouse says fuck it and leaves her ass she apologizes says no mr mouse come back and he says okay i'll come back And I'll tell you my history, my sad story. And all these other animals show up. The duck, the dodo, Lori, and eaglet. And of course, these are named after people on the boat with Lewis Carroll that day when he made up the story. The duck is the Reverend Ducksworth. People think the dodo is Charles Dodson himself, dodo. Lori is, of course, Lorena. And eaglet, Edith, Alice's oldest middle sister I think and they get out of the water and if you remember there was a door situation before but that door is all gone but all the animals gather together on dry land and they're like fuck we're all wet what are we gonna do and Alice is like well we could but the lorry says fuck you I'm older and doesn't listen to anything Alice says you can see the sister fighting. And Mouse calls everyone over, says, I can dry us all up. I'll tell you the driest thing I know. And he starts going into the history of William the Conqueror. It's a fun joke. little sad. little, you can see it. But the lorry and the duck, they keep interrupting. The duck wants to know. At one point, he says, well, at the time it was convened. What was convened? Well, it, everybody was good with it. What was it? A lot of fun little word games, but Alice says, Yeah, I'm still wet. So the Loris says, Lori says, I, We should have a caucus race. And everybody, Alice is like, What the fuck is a caucus race? But Lori goes, she draws a big circle on around, and everybody runs around the circle for about 20, 30 minutes. And they just run like mad. There's no real, you know, destination, no rules to it. They just... It's really crazy. And then at the end, they're like, 
well, who won? And Lori sits there and thinks for a little bit and says, well, we all fucking won. And the new girl, she's got the prizes. Hand out the prizes, new girl. And Alice is like, holy shit, they're talking to me. She starts going through her pockets and she has a box of comfits. I believe this is what they called them. It's basically like a nut with sugar around it. You've probably seen these in a candy bowl at your grandma's house if you were about my age, probably. And they gives them all out, but she doesn't have one of her own. She's like, ah, shit, I'll be fine. But the dodo says, no, what else do you have? And she says, well, I got this thimble. So he takes the thimble from her and says, with all reverence and all the animals paying attention, we bestow on you this thimble. Because you won shit. And Alice is like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen. But all the animals are treating it like it's, you know, the second coming. So she's like, okay, I can't laugh at this crazy bullshit, but thank you for my thimble. For giving me back to it. And the mouse says, okay, well, now that we're all dry, it's time for me to tell my tale. My sad tale. And Alice says, how are you going to tell your tale when you have a tale? It's a fun word game. T-A-I-L versus T-A-L-E. Everybody understands it except for Alice. But we get the mouse's story in what's called a concrete poem. Basically, you choose a shape. In this case, it's the mouse's actual tail, like a little windy road. And those are what the words sort of spell out the actual shape of the thing about a fury. And I didn't look up exactly what a fury is in this, if it's a bit of nonsense or if it's an actual thing. But apparently a fury came to the mouse and said, we're going to have a trial and I'll be the judge, jury, and executioner. And somehow the mouse got the short end of the stick on this nonsense. But Alice doesn't pay attention at all. And the mouse is pretty offended. And the mouse says, well, if you're not going to listen to my sad story, fuck you. And he leaves. Everybody wants him to finish his story. Like, come back, come back, tell. And he's like, fuck you. And the crab says, well, I hope you've learned something. Talking to its small child, crab child. Didn't even know there was a crab here, but it's talking now. Says the moral of this whole thing is don't lose your temper. And the kid says, old lady, you are the reason for anybody losing their temper at any time. A little bit of fun. And Alice says, if Dinah were here, she could get the mouse back. She's great at fetching mice. And everybody, all the birds and the crabs, I suspect, are like, what the fuck is a Dinah? She says, oh, it's my cat. It's so good at doing all kinds of things, fetching mice, killing birds. And everybody's like, what the fuck? You realize we're all birds here, right? And so they all fuck off and leave her alone, saying things like, oh, shit, getting late. It's almost your bedtime, Junior. Let's go. Not, let's get away from the crazy lady with a killer cat. So Alice starts crying again. She's missing all the things from home. But she starts to hear footsteps. It's that fucking white rabbit again saying, Oh, the Duchess is going to kill me. All my missing things. And Alice is like, Oh shit, I was wearing his gloves and that fan was around here somewhere, but I think I left it. But she doesn't have them anymore. She's like, Ah, oh, shit. Because the room is completely changed now. The glass table's gone. Everything is different. 
And the rabbit looks over and sees her and says, You, Marianne, go get my fan and gloves from the house. And he says it so forcefully that she's like, Okay, I can do that, no problem. She runs all the way to the way he points, finds a house, because of course she does. And it's marked with a sign that says W. Rabbit, first name White. And she runs inside, and as she's looking through this strange house, she keeps wondering, God, I hope the real Marianne isn't here because she's going to kick me right the fuck out of this place. And she does find the items upstairs, but she also finds a bottle with no label. And at this point, she's drank everything else, so she says, fuck it. Let's see what happens. Because isn't that what you do when you break into houses? But she starts growing. And she doesn't even realize she's growing while she's drinking it until her head hits the fucking ceiling. She has to keep growing. She sticks one arm out the window. One leg goes up the chimney. Everything's all kind of crazy. And she starts thinking of all the fairy tales she's ever heard and comparing them to the ones that she's in right now. Like, this this has never happened to me before. But when I get out, and when I grow up, I'll write it. Except I am growing up right now. I'm really big. And then she starts thinking, maybe she'll never grow up at all. Maybe she'll never get older. She'll never do anything. It's these kind of logical fallacies that basically rule this story. A child's thinking. But she's sad again. Because, damn it, she's going to be young forever. She'll never grow up to do anything. But then she thinks, fuck, I'll have to do lessons too. But it's a good thing I'm in this house. There's no way any books are going to fit in here, so I'll never have to do lessons again, so that's not bad at all. And then suddenly outside, some the rabbit shows up. And he starts trying to get in the room. But Alice, too big, closes him out. So he goes around, tries to get in the window. But Alice's hand is sticking out the window, so she tries to grab him, and he freaks out. And he goes over, talks to Pat. Don't know what Pat is yet, but Pat is digging up apples. Which could be a reference. They used to be, potatoes were called dirt apples or some nonsense. I don't know. Or it could just be a reference to that. And I asked him about the arm coming out the window, and Pat's like, that's some crazy shit. And Alice goes to grab Pat and Rabbit. Here's some glass breaking, thinks, well, maybe it's a cucumber frame. And that's where we're going to stop this episode as all the people gather around the freaky thing in the fucking house. Thank you for listening. Stay in. Read a book.